Hey guys, welcome to Hang the Towel Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Thomas Lasota, and co-hosted by fellow commentator and national sensation, Johannes Yuranka Rule. How's it going, <laughs> folks? Good to see ya. Awesome. I guess good to, good, good, good to tune in. <laughs> <laughs> so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the differences between friendships, fake friends, and best friends, and good Yeah, and honestly, like, I don't know, we, we, we kind of talk about this stuff a lot in the car, so... We have, I think, certain tangents and certain directions we want to go with this. We definitely have a lot of tangents. A lot of tangents will be <laughs> incoming. Get ready for yeah. that, please. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. Um, let's start wherever we feel is best. Perfect. So, so what is, to you, what is the definition of a fake friend? A fake friend. Well, for one thing, I think friendships should be reciprocal, right? You got to gain as much uh, from one per- Both people have to gain the same amount that that would be the ideal best relationship right so i think going off of that as being the basis of a good relationship let's say a fake friend would be someone who only hangs out with you or is only spending time with you to gain something for themselves and not really thinking about the fact that it's just i guess an enjoyable hangout where you're both benefiting each other you're just happy to see the person you're hanging out with them in the hopes of gaining something else that is not the satisfaction of just being in the, in the same room with them and just talking crap, talking shit, yeah. whatever. Right? I, I also think that a fake friend is someone who's not present with you. In the sense of when you're hanging out with that person, they're kind of nonchalant, kind of... Um, you, you can tell they're not invested into the topics they're talking about or mm. they're not there for you or they're just not present, like I said. Certainly. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, not present. I think that could potentially tie into what I said mm. but yes if they're just there they're not yeah well let's say they're not actively listening right they're intaking what you're saying but they're like okay how does this affect me let's say or they're not really externalizing like, like I don't know let, let's say you're talking about some difficult topic right I don't know like uh, some sort of big event comes up like let's just say you're talking you're in the feels right you're getting into the nitty-gritty of how your how your day went or whatever it's just getting really personal let's say not super personal because no homo bro but like i mean <laughs> no homo of know, course no, 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 no homo. socks on i, I, socks I on, i've been yeah. told that's what it is but like if you're really just going at it like like you're talking about like the important things and they're there mainly thinking about what they can gain from the conversation and not so much let's say how they can help you or benefit you i would say that maybe is not being present because if you're just there for yourself right but you can tell that your friend is in need of you let's say well, I also don't, don't I, I think that's more into the lenience or more into the conversation topic of a good friend versus a friend. Because mm. a friend does shouldn't have to have the need to be there for you for everything, right? Not the burden necessarily. No. Because right? it, is, it is hard to hear it yeah, like hard it's, times sometimes. Because a, a friend is someone who you just started to know. You just started to like hang out to, hanging out with. But... And then we get into the conversation topic of going into more of a good friend, right? Mm-hmm. That person has a level of commitment to you because you're good friends. You have, you like being around each other. You like having that quote-unquote burden. You want people to give burdens, quote-unquote, onto you. Well, I say if you're good friends, it shouldn't, well, it we shouldn't say burdens, but really, yeah. all, I, think, I think all we mean by that, right, is just like you can really be vulnerable and share there's no, there's no boundaries, right? There's no of barriers that you've like built up for yourself with of a course, good friend, yeah. right? But I guess the thing is with a burden is like if you're good friends, that shouldn't really necessarily come off as a burden, no. right? It should just be a part of the 
the relationship, right? Yeah. It's just that you're able to talk about whatever and there's no judgment. Obviously, certain times, it's not really even judgment. It's more just you guys have to like give, bounce off each other and give good feedback and criticism, right? Else, what's the point of having a relationship if you can't build off each other, right? But in the sense of no judgment, I mean like, you know, if, if you feel like you're talking about something, you're exposing yourself, being very vulnerable, and you're being shut down, right? Not that you're being constructively criticized by your friend, but he's just, you know, just saying like, I can't even think of an example, which is really unfortunate, but uh, I don't know. Do you, do you have anything kind of on the, what, I'm, what I'm talking about? I completely spaced out. You completely spaced out. Oh God, well, this is going well for the first episode. Hell yeah. Um, um, yeah, well, okay. What can we say on that? What, you were saying something, sorry. You were saying something about uh, a good friend is present. Not that, sorry. Um, We're not present right now. I'm right? not present, no. Oh, <laughs> edit this out. Um, <laughs> I guess, I, I, well, you know, the, we'll be honest on the podcast for just a little bit of a personal touch. You've just come back from a little vacation, I right? Have, yes. I am just hopping on this train because we just went for a drive, had some food. So low-key, we're probably in a bit of a food coma start. We definitely. The, the beginnings of, you know, that, that, that siesta phase that wants to come in, although we're not European. Well, actually, I guess we are European. Canadian though so uh, <laughs> but yes no we're definitely a little bit tired but you we know. are tired but uh, also it's it's always a good topic to just talk about things um, yes uh, I, I space out all the time to be fair and we're going off a little off topic right now <laughs> didn't we but say there'd be tangents we're there fine would definitely we're, be tangents. we are definitely keeping theme of what we said was gonna happen so um, it's fine <laughs> but yeah I, I go off topic I uh, I space out all the time, and that's okay. It's just mm -hmm. there's fun tangents we can do, and there's stuff I space maybe, out maybe, on. Maybe we don't even limit ourselves, but you mm -hmm. know, I mean, if we're talking about friendships, this is part of it. Right? That's true. We're spacing out, and like, well, this is being recorded, obviously, <laughs> so you know, it, it, it would be nice to have a cohesive flow that goes along oh, yeah. with this. But sometimes it just doesn't happen, especially no. on the first episode. But no, you know, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But well, also, like, let's how, try to recenter. Remember. Let, let's let's quickly go off a little of a tangent on the same topic ish okay we met very interestingly didn't we mm, we yes, met we i believe we met in spanish class grade and 10. yeah i was it grade 10 yeah grade 10 probably yeah because i don't think yeah i was in grade 9 yeah. certainly not because i remember just sitting with you know the the old school friends let's say yeah. from elementary school but yes anyways yeah grade 10 we met we um, met in grade 10 we hate. We thought each other. We didn't hate each other, but we thought each other hated us. Yes, I you thought know? he hated me, and he I thought, thought I hated him. Exactly. And we just didn't talk to each other. It was funny. Our we, we yeah we, we had one friend that was kind of the branch between us. We were sat <laughs> on either side of him, and, and I remember we tried to start kind of awkward conversation <laughs> every once in a while, slightly. It, was, it and never worked. Out. We always yeah exactly. We always had in the back of our mind like. I think Thomas hates me. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. I think Johannes hates me. Well, the... and then we come to terms and we're like, oh wait, we both think that we hate each other, but there's no basis for this hatred well, no, at all. It was, it was specifically because I, me personally, I can tell my side at least. Mm. Um, me personally, I thought you were a very smart kid, right? Mm. I thought you were the really intelligent kid that Just thought everyone was. Stroke my ego. A yeah. Bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I, I, for some reason, my uh, preconception of you was that you thought lowly of everyone. And you mm. specifically thought lowly of me. You know that probably wouldn't be a terrible preconception at that time, at that stage of my life. But I certainly to the to, gave the, off to that. the point though to the point of mm. like you would judge someone and you would think they're really horrible. You know that's what I viewed. Oh, as. if they did drugs in high school, yeah. But you were one of those. So, you know, you're, <laughs> yeah, you were safe. It's fine. Yeah, it's like I, I didn't have that notion of you immediately. Yes. yes. Full disclosure. Um, we live in Canada. 
all the all, all the best drugs are legal. We're not 21 because we don't live in the States. Screw you guys. We're not Jesus Christ. We're starting a feud with all the nationalities. You really are. <laughs> Just go off, man. That's the play. That's the play. Um, but no, it, it's like, and how you viewed me as a friend was, if I may be wrong about this, but you th I'm a very sarcastic person myself. I'm a very, like, I, I will kind of, if I meet a person, I'll be like, oh, fuck you, mate. Blah, 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 fuck this you, buddy. Is blah, blah, blah. This is true. And it's... Fuck is like, you know, we're Canadian, so fuck is kind of a, a common word used in our vocabulary. Mm -hmm. But this man, being British, just takes it to another level sometimes. <laughs> it, it can go a little bit off, you know, shall it, we say. I, I do swear a hefty amount. Um, I will not deny that. What 19, 20-year-old doesn't, though, at true. this age, you know? Um, Unless you're, well, you know. I, mean, I, I, I swear to crap ton in school. <laughs> Too. Um, We're introverted frat kids, you know. We like to drink. We like to have good times, shit talk. Yeah. But we don't get in that scene. We no, don't we get do in not. that scene. No, Definitely not. not. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so but um, yeah, you you viewed me as a very sarcastic. Like you thought I hated you because of the way I acted. Towards exactly. You. Certainly. Uh, you gave up that impression. Hundred and ten percent. I am individual. I'm an individual that sarcastic is my number one trait mm -hmm. of all time. Like I love sarcasm. I think it's the best thing in the world. You know, I'm gonna like I will go up to you and say Europe is a shit, and it will be sarcastic, and I'll laugh my heart out. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't know that. I'm not saying you specifically, of course, but no, no, people wouldn't know that, and that's something I had to have. The to first work. impression can be a little bit off-putting. Exactly, we will say that. Yes, but later down the line, we started becoming closer and closer uh, to the point where I'd say we're really, really close now. We well, was gonna say interestingly because like you definitely have it right that I've you do is you were definitely off-putting to me at first because mm -hmm. you would just kind of. I thought, I, I guess going kind of back to what we were talking about before, like, I thought when I was, let's see, I'm not even trying to be vulnerable, but I was, like, talking about, like, I guess, like, hard topics that were, I was talking about with, like, our, our friend, Arsham, right? Yes. And uh, you'd sometimes chime in, and I was like, oh, thanks, dickhead, for that <laughs> awful comment that just put me down more. But as I came to realize, hanging out with you more, I was like, okay, this is just how he communicates, yes. and, like, it's all fun and games, right? And honestly, I, you know, like, like part of the thing, too, is really with friendships, I guess going back to that topic, right? The thing I love about our culture, at least, that I had to really get into at first, because I used to be a soft-skinned, I still yes. kind of am a soft-skinned individual. Yes. The best thing about friendships is just being able to tease the living hell out of each yes. other. And that's what builds up, you know, confidence and just yes. like not giving a shit, really, right? Because, I mean, the more shit-talking you can take, the stronger you become. Because if you can just take whatever your friends say to you, right? And I don't know. If it's all pleasantries and service level, just like, you know, I guess let's just say that Canadian politeness, right? It's funny, under the surface, there's definitely some more sinister, I would think, like, if you're just being nice all the time and not being genuine, let's say, which I would say teasing can be genuine because you sort of, each time you tease, you push the boundary a little bit more. You let a little bit more of yourself go. Well, I, I think also teasing isn't just all niceties and, I mean, of course it's not. Well, nice. it's not <laughs> niceties and teasing. But yeah. it's, it's, it's more of the fact of what I was trying to get at, sorry, um, was teasing, there's some level of truth to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Always, always. There's always some level of truth. It, it's never 100% like, bull. No, never 100% never bull. Um, is that a bad thing? No. But is it 100% true? God, no. And that's what's amazing about teasing. It's you can have fun at other people's expense mm -hmm. and then make sure that people have fun at your expense. It goes both ways. Exactly. Should, that's and, what it and, should. and again, yeah, like like the deeper you can poke, I think this well, 
the deeper you poke, kind of the more well, I mean, the more not intimate because you know, again, no homo, but like the oh, more the, no, no, no. the deeper your a relationship goes, and you can a be bit a little bit of homo. homo. Okay, well, that, that's on you, Matt. I, I, I don't know. I'm not really willing okay. to bend over just yet. But Darn. um, like, <laughs> what was I saying? Yes, the deeper you can go, and kind of bring out the more vulnerable traits. Because if you keep teasing them, you'll kind of you'll be able to understand like where the barriers are. Yeah. Let's say, and I know for myself. Like uh, back in grade ten, I guess when we met, I was certainly any sort of teasing. I took very, I, I never took that very lightly. Yes. I always took it to heart because yeah. I'm a very sensitive person. Yeah. But I, I guess it's funny, kind of through becoming friends with you, and then also one of our friends, Isaiah. Certainly, I had to realize, like you know, this just this, this mechanism really exists to strengthen me. Yeah. It, it 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 does not exist to d destroy my character or make me feel like I am weaker. It's always out of love. Of course. Certainly. Sometimes it can be taken too far. Yes, but definitely. With, with with the good friends that I have, you included, obviously, or else, oh. we, else we wouldn't be doing this podcast oh, together. <laughs> oh, oh, shucks. No homo. No. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's too much now. <laughs> but, like, yeah, just, just, just with the closeness of our friendships, I had I, I realized that it's all from love, right? There's, yeah. there's no... There's, yeah, no, yeah, there, there, there's no harshness meant by it. If you go a little bit too far sometimes, you can let them know. But, like, you can't assume that the primary factor of the teasing no. is anything well, damaging to well, the character. Well, going back to this whole, like, our main topic of fake friends, I think it also, mm. like, there are people that tease and they go too far. And that's what a fake friend is. It's someone who's going to use you, someone mm. who's going to have fun at your expense totally. constantly. Totally. Someone who's going to, like, ditch you at the end well, of the Well, that's the only reason they hang out with you, right? Exactly. Like they hang out with you to get a reaction, let's well, say. That, that, but also, I think, if they hang out with you, maybe... For example, I have a pool in my backyard mm -hmm. instead of a backyard, right? Yeah, guys, this is one of the co-factors why I'm friends with them. Yeah, you can have right? pool parties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. Fuck Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, I have that. And people have used me in the past for yeah. my pool. I have neighbors that use me for my pool. See, that that's always been a little bit interesting to me that your neighbors use you for your pool. Yeah. Fake, fake neighbors, yeah. let's say. Fake, fake that's, a, that, that's a good topic, actually. Fake neighbors. Are they really there? Or are they yeah. just a... Well, yeah. Oh, anyhow, anyhow, though. That's another topic for another day. <laughs> people use you for your pool, I yes. believe you were people, saying. People use me for my pool. But at the same time, let's go into more of a segment towards uh, good friends or friends, mm -hmm. general. Friends first. Where, as friends, is you're happy to be around them in a group setting, and they're fun to be around in a group setting. Would you really hang out with them one-on-one? Not so much. Mm -mm. It's not as much fun. Or you just don't feel comfortable with it yet. But you still enjoy their company in a group setting. I truly believe that's what dictates a friend versus a fake friend. Is you mm. enjoy their company. They just they want to have fun with you. They may tease you a little bit. Yeah. But they're, the, not, they're not expecting to gain anything out of hanging out with you, right? It's just know. like, oh, it's just good times all around. Exactly. There's no, yeah, like, the boundaries aren't... Maybe the boundaries don't get quite as broken as a good friend, let's yes. say, where you can you can actually be kind of vulnerable, let's say, with each other. But they're enough that you know. Um, well, I guess let's say like you know you do enough of the boundary is broken that you can be yourself with them. Yeah. But not necessarily show all of your you know insecurities, whatever might you, you might have, such and such worries, all that. You don't have to go that deep because that can be a little you know because like I, I think for some friends that might be a little bit much, let's say. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if if you just enjoy hanging out with them, enjoying their company, that's the best. Yeah. And and it's all just reciprocal. That, that is really what you want to have. I for agree. sure. It, and let's let's go into good friends because I I know we can talk a lot about that. Uh, I think because so. 
I because there's a difference between best friends and good friends. I truly believe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where do you have notes by the way on your computer? No, not at all. I'm good. Just, okay, because I because I was like I feel like I'm a little bit in the dark here, but I guess we both are. We 100 so. percent both are. Easy. I have no okay. notes. I'm just look. You want to see what I'm looking at? Uh sure. Let, I'm let, looking let, at waveforms. Nice waveform. Dude, yes. I love that. I'm into math. And That's not. Let me take a look. Waveforms. Yeah. I could probably graph that, honestly. Listen, let me look at it now, and I'll formulate an equation. Okay, this is your work. Fair enough. This is this is something I was taught. All right, keep being weird and looking at your waves. Not like I would enjoy that, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That 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 was the um, the sound of an up yours being thrown (laughs) in my direction. (laughs) Maybe just a little bit, just just Um, a tad. But anyway, so when when it comes to good friends. Do you, what what do you believe dictates a good friend versus a friend? Let's start with that. Well, I kind of already mentioned it before, but there's no boundaries, mm-hmm. right? You what I, like obviously you can't say Well, no, you, you can pretty much say whatever mm-hmm. as long as you're a reasonable person, right? But you can say whatever and there's no judgment there. And you can also say whatever and you you know that whatever you say will be taken. I'm just adjusting the microphone, sorry. No, no worries, this is good. But like, yeah, but I, I kind of, I mean, you already touched on it really. Like the friend is just someone you want to hang out with in a group setting, not necessarily one-on-one. But the good friend you can hang out with one-on-one and bring up whatever topic of conversation and it won't get, I would say, awkward. It won't all. get dry. It won't get dry. Well, yeah, dry, but I would say awkward in a sense because I mean, like, I don't know if you're bringing up your ex to like a friend you see every once in a while, eh, a bit, a, a bit awkward, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm sorry, man, but I just, I haven't, I don't know, I haven't seen you in like three months, so I don't yeah. really know how to like relate with the fact that you broke up with your ex because I don't really know, I, I don't know the full story, well, right? So we can't yeah. really discuss it in much detail. But if you have a good friend who's probably been with you there the whole time, let's say, mm-hmm. it's probably a little, a little bit easier. They've mm-hmm. actually kind of been caught up and concurrent with your life as it's going right now, or right? Not just, so. it, or like a good friend you're excited to see after a couple months. Or after a year, no matter what, you feel yeah. like you've known them for so long that like you just saw them yesterday. After you, like it's true, it's very but easy I, to catch up. I, I, yeah, it's true, but I think that also like just friends, you're you're, you're that way too. You can be I, excited I, to see them. Maybe not the same level, not to the same level. It's yeah. still it's still an excitement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's maybe eighty percent versus like a hundred percent. Let's say, right? It's like, oh, like, yeah, it's good to see okay. you again. But then your good friend's like, oh fuck, man. Thank God we're back together. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, thank God it's, it's been yeah. too long, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's still excitement both yeah. ways, certainly. No, yeah. And then also, I'd like to bring up, uh, with with a good friend, I feel like it's this, they will, like, they will try their best to be there for you mm-hmm. when they, when you can, when they can. Um, for example, like, it could be, like, you brought up, like, exes or whatever, when, mm-hmm. when you want to talk about an ex, they're going to be there and listen to you and kind of give advice if they can or whatever, and they'll be honest they're going to be wanting to like spend time with you they're going to be wanting to make sure you're okay i mean if they're there for the bad times you know they're going to be well exactly. i mean it's, it's a given they're going to be there for the good times that's a right? really good point mm-hmm. a, a good friend is someone who's going to be there for the bad times for sure for sure forever and even like another thing about the good friend actually is you know they are willing to well you know if you need something right uh like let's say i don't know like you like you need to I'll give I'll, I'll I'll give an actual example that I had. My friend bought two cars recently, and one was stuck in Chilliwack, one was stuck in Squamish, just like not not, not out of the way at all, right? And he needed me to go and help him pick up one of the one of the cars after work. 
I was tired. I was exhausted. But you know what? He needed the help because, I mean, like, he didn't have any means of transportation. So I was like, you know what? Of course. Of course. And I expect nothing from him in return. No, of course. I am a good friend with him. So this means that I am inclined mm -hmm. to be a good friend and help him out when I can, right? Now, different story. Let's say my grandma was dying in the hospital. Just, just, just as an example. This is no longer concurrent, thank God. But, um, <laughs> but you know, if 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 I'm away and out of commission for some actual dire reason, then you know, the good friend may not be there for you. But if it's something small, of course they're gonna drop anything at hand and go and help you out. Yeah. Because that's what a good friend should yeah. do. Yeah. Um. And not only that, but you're. I I feel like with a good friend, you're you're going in group setting, mm -hmm. right? And, like, yes, you have your friends, but you have the good friends are the people that you want to party with. You want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. You want to be an idiot around. Just, you, yeah. Very high energy. Exactly. High energy. Is, Even if you're introverted, just go all out. Exactly. Just enjoy and yourself you know to the you're, max. Here's another uh, point I like to bring up. It's mm. you feel you're safe. Oh, certainly, yeah. yes. I mean, Cause, part, 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 I, guess, I guess part of the thing with, yeah, like fake friends, you know, like let's say you don't feel very safe because, well, if they're expecting something from you, you, well, I mean, I mean maybe you don't even, you're not even really benounced to it, but if you, if, if you feel that the friend is expecting something from you, then you're not really, I, I, maybe safe or comfortable is probably just, a, I don't know, maybe a better way of putting it, but you feel like, yeah, like there's no judgment for whatever you say right you can be teased for it but again the teasing is character building i would argue and is probably better off right than just well I, I think nothing. i think teasing going back to this whole teasing thing i think that's actually a really important part of life mm -hmm. because if you want for example we were talking about this a uh, little off topic a little tangent here but we were <laughs> love it okay yeah <laughs> um, we were talking about um when you're when you're in a relationship it's nice to tease each other Mm -hmm. You know, it's nice to poke fun at each other and laugh it off because that builds character that builds that builds attraction. A lot of a lot yeah. of girls like that. And again, like I was saying, you know, it just pushes the boundaries. So mm -hmm. you get closer and closer to the, let's say, like the true core of the character. No, but it also builds backbone. Mm -hmm. you, Which I need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As 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 we kind of touched on a little bit. But yes, no. Yeah. Like and, well, and, and that's one thing that teasing is good for. Right. Is to yes. know that, you know. Sticks and stones break my bones, but words will never hurt me. So that's well, why the teasing is, I would say, vital I, in, I, in some I'm cases. Gonna slightly, like early on friendship. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 uh, no worries. I'm going to slightly disagree, though. Okay. Uh, but words can hurt. Words can <laughs> hurt. Yes, they can hurt. But they should never hurt you to the point of becoming, let's say, stagnant. Life, no, right? And that, and that was my problem. Is like the teasing I got from you guys, I took it so harshly that I just was not moving anywhere and developing myself as a person. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm complacent. I'm just going to stay as the same guy I am in high school and not really move forward. Yeah. But you got to take the teasing as like, oh, they're poking fun at me for this. Mm -hmm. Is it, I don't know, is, is it a core thing to my being? Maybe, maybe not. If it is, okay, I guess they just find it funny and like maybe I can, I don't know, use it as one of my strengths or whatever. But if it's something that's like, oh, they're teasing me for it and... I kind of realize that if I just maybe stop doing this, they would stop teasing me for it. You yeah. could do that too. I don't know, but the teasing can point out flaws and also good attributes from you. So mm -hmm. you got to like really pay attention to it and not necessarily take it as all negatives, which yeah. was my problem for sure. So let's go into the next segment. And the next segment is about the best friends and what's the difference between a good friend and best friend. And 
I would like to go first if that's all right. No. Oh, you Absolutely bitch. not. No, go go first. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying my water. You you you, you <laughs> take, take so the reins here. When I view a best friend, I view it as someone who, at the end of the day, knows you probably the best out of everyone. Hence the name. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> literally, <laughs> like they can even know you probably sometimes probably better than your mom or better than your whoever you go to when you're in a bad place, because at least for me, when I'm in a lower place. I like to go to my best friend who maybe will talk through some stuff with me mm-hmm. so I can get some advice from them. You know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I can be more uh, open to my best friend than to, let's just say. Um, it's interesting then because I kind of maybe conflated good friend and best friend then as mm. the same category. Because I, you know, I kind of kept insinuating like just pushing the boundary, yes. keep going, getting really vulnerable with each other. So I guess if, if that's kind of the quality of a good friend who can hear you out all the time, what's the best friend difference then? Is he just. It, it's, he knows his, your deepest, darkest secrets. Majority. So you're the most vulnerable with him. Most vulnerable. Okay. Exactly. Okay. You. We need to have like a tier list of like bar- <laughs> of, 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 of like barriers broken. Yeah, you know, exactly. like how down to the core can we get to your character? Yeah. Because well, at this point, there's no difference between a good friend and a best friend. The best well, friend just sounds like I hang out with you all the time. Let's yeah. say. Yeah. That that that, that that's well, really no, the distinguishing. You can be here. the most emotional with this person, I believe. You know. Emotional. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's interesting. In the sense of like, you don't have to cry, but you can be sad. You know, you can really be like in a dark place and just like, hey, I need to be with someone, but I, I want to be with you. But it's also vulnerable. I think with emotional, like you can low key cry. With you can. I mean, I mean, of you course can. you can. But... but like, for example, for example, like me, I have a very mm. hard time crying. Right. And I know a lot of guys do in front of people. Can I get some pepper spray on those eyes? Then? Exactly. Let's just <laughs> cut some onions. Mm, let's go do that right now. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get one out. I, uh, this is a little off topic, um, but I called Megan. Mm, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, I right. called Megan and I was cutting onions and just bawling my <laughs> eyes out. Just bawling my eyes That's out. That's lovely. So, yeah. And, and I bet you were talking about a really good thing like, you know, I just saw the, the <laughs> nicest golden retriever while I was exactly. out walking today. Oh, I just, uh, just had to start bawling mm. for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, speak, speaking of, the, 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 that's just a great dog breed, eh? Your Don't fav- get me started. Your favorite. <laughs> I will be the big... I. If you have the pleasure of seeing me in public and a golden retriever walks by, I'm a mushy kid. I've had this pleasure multiple times. It's horrible. That's true. He, I like, hate he, it. He shrinks by like six inches. Yeah, I do. I really do. I'm a relatively tall individual. I'm uh-huh. 6'3", and I become a four foot, f- four five <laughs> little kid all over again. I'm like, oh, Six inches was maybe a bit of an understa- understatement then, yeah. No, I could become feet. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to wrestle with him too, right? Oh, That's yeah. Kind of thing. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like with with, with a oh, best friend, I you know that's what a best friend you can do. You can wrestle with them, like a dog. Man's best friend, right? I, I, I don't know if you would wrestle. I mean, naked. Oh well, <laughs> the no homo thing doesn't apply anymore. Honesty is part of the game, and hanging and hang with the towel. So you know, like just. Naked uh, wrestling. If that's your vibe, man. Hey, I'm, listen. I'm kidding. Apparently, no. all the <laughs> listeners are also our best friends hey, because the, because we're absolutely. being re- you're being really vulnerable with them right now. Am I? Yeah. You really? like you like naked wrestling. I'm gonna keep harping I, on this. I, I'm not. I'm not. Are into you naked sure? Wrestling. Okay. Well, you I kinda, swear to God, you spilled I the beans. I just felt like so, that. I, mean, I don't know. I just it just came. I out. just felt like that. Well, boom. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be the death of me. I swear. Uh-huh. Anyway, this podcast was a bad idea. 
Oh, 100% overall. <laughs> so, yeah, with, with a best friend, I view it as someone you can be the most vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. When you can cry, you can be sad, you can do whatever. Um, they, any human being, no matter who it is, you can come to them when you're at the most troubled. You know, you're, they're probably going to be the first person you go to. Unless you're married, which is a different topic we're going to yes, talk about. Yes, that is... That, um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that another sure, time. Sure. Uh, marriage. 19-year-old, 20-year-old is talking about marriage. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that, that'll be a hoot. Good times. Well, it, it's interesting because maybe maybe we might look back on our this podcast about... 20 years in the future and she's like oh shit well, I mean, we were be, stupid this is going to be the first episode we're going to look back and be like, oh yeah this was dumb and yeah this was gonna, very dumb we're going to keep making more content it's only going to go Absolutely. up from there right? that's the thing skyrocketing um, but no I, I, I truly believe your best friend can be someone who you're most vulnerable with and it could be anyone it could be a human being and the best friend is the best of the good friends yes and make, so to speak. You, you feel the most comfortable around there you go yeah I mean I can't, I can't really refute that it's kind of just yeah I mean mm. That's the thing as well. Is um actually it's interesting, you know, handing out trust. Let's say because that because that's really what like builds comfort, right? Yeah. Is giving them a certain extension of trust. You know, the best friend. Well, I wouldn't really say you know because always giving out trust is a risk. But you kind of have the assumption that your best friend will not yeah. betray that. I've, <laughs> had, I've had that happen to me a couple times. Not Same. gonna lie. <laughs> yes. So it's always good to be on your toes. But you know, if if you can't give out trust to anybody then you're not taking a risk for one well, thing. The thing is, and then you're not really living life. Because yeah. what is life of not taking risks? And I think with the best friend, the risk is putting in so much trust and so much vulner- vulnerability that if it ever went in its head, you'd be devastated. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I mean, the more you do it, I think the less likely it is to happen, right? Like, you have to take that initial risk, obviously. Yeah. Be super close with the other person. But once you get past that point as long as you keep I don't want to say spice that makes it sound like a romantic relationship sort of but like you gotta kind of keep it interesting right because, it, because complacency builds laziness yes uh, but yeah I also believe that when when you find form yourself a pact or whatever you call it uh, like when you form yourself a best friend relationship I truly believe you give a part of yourself and yes trust is one of those things but I also think you genuinely give a bit of your heart towards that person in a sense of like you give this love well it's interesting too yeah i think touching on that it's almost like the more peace of yourself you can give to people though the more you can kind of get towards the center of yourself in a sense Mm -hmm. it's weird it's like ripping away i'm kind of picturing like a shell right or actually a shell's maybe the bad way let's say a flower you peel away the flowers right yeah you give a piece of yourself to all relationships that, that's just intrinsic right some are bigger than most so the, the petals are bigger yeah. some are smaller so the petals are smaller mm-hmm. and at the center of it all you get down to like let's say once you get far enough you can kind of get down to the root of the stem mm-hmm. of yourself right the more pieces you share with people the closer you're, you get to finding out who you are yourself if you have no relationships and you're just stuck in your head the whole time yeah. and you just live the world unfortunately kind of lonely well, I mean, you know, the incels exist, so that's something to consider, maybe, for loneliness. But yes, no, the more you share yourself with people, it's sounding a bit interesting, but the more you share yourself with people, the closer you get to, let's say, sanity and understanding who, you're, who you are yourself. Yeah. And that, again, you know, comes with all the perks of being in a relationship, like with teasing, 
um, I don't know, other character building tactics, but really all, all overall, like the more trust you can give out, the more risks you can take, let's say by, making, by forming new friendships, yeah. you get closer to understanding who you are. Yeah. And that's the beauty about the best friend, is they're the biggest flower petal <laughs> that, that you can take off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think also it's a level of worry or fear that a lot of people have to give people that amount of trust. Mm -hmm. Because you and me have had situations where we've been destroyed because leveled of yeah leveled certainly well i fucking been destroyed well i mean no destroyed the same thing but like you know there was a city being built up and then just <laughs> a cleaver just yeah. hucked it all down and then but, yeah, yeah just, you know. both of us both of us being very greatly hurt because of people who we described as our our best friends at the time mm -hmm. not giving two shits about us or whatever you want to say at least for me viewed, i felt you such certainly yes yeah it, it's or in certain senses, they basically broke off. Well, I, I've certainly given out a happened. level of. I was gonna say I've certainly given out a level of trust to somebody who I thought was yes. um, different. Uh, no, not even different, but would understand. Well, no, no, I, I shouldn't really say understand, but like I gave out my trust to them, and we had been friends for a decently long time. So I thought this is fine. Like I can afford to give out this level of trust. Ended up backfiring. I pushed a little bit too far, and. And that can hurt someone too, right? Because I mean, the more that happens, the more trust you give and the more it backfires on you. The more pieces of yourself you give out to others and the more it is rejected or betrayed, the more closed off you'll be. And then you are less likely to take that risk again by extending trust and forming new relationships. So that is the thing is you always have to kind of consider who's a good person to give trust out to and who's a bad person to give trust out to. Yep, I agree. Um, it, it's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, my uh, Johannes decided to off camera. Listen, off, to, hey, off camera hey, hey. decided to. You know, what, I'm not going to get into that. But that was as, very as funny. Alex Jones once said. I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> so like I mean, same. <laughs> anyway, I um, tip the glass upside down every once in a while. Yes, it, it's it's <laughs> also it, it that that's the reason people will try and like it's very scary for people to make meaningful relationships. Because you once once you give someone a level of trust, it's scary for them to take take it away, um, and that's why friendship is much easier than best friendship or good friendship. Is oh, man. because if, for example, if there's like fewer for, strings attached. Almost, exactly. Say, yeah. There's not as much commitment to it, mm -hmm. right? And if there was a lot of commitment, it would be terrifying. Well, again, yes, it's like you're not lending as much trust, right? Which means there's not as much. Uh, I wouldn't say comfort, but like you know, there's not that. Um, not that fear, let's say, of if they like stop being friends with you or if they, if they kind of lose touch, you haven't lost a part of you mm -hmm. or as big a part of you, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. that, 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 that's really the main thing. Because I know, like, I, I guess just like a little personal anecdote, like I had a good friend of mine, Bruno, if he's listening to this, uh, from, I would say until he was maybe six, he moved to Singapore. Mm -hmm. And that was a big piece of me that I lost, yeah. certainly, because he was like my best friend all throughout preschool, yeah. maybe a year of kindergarten. And then I would see him every once in a while coming back from Victoria. But, you know, being young, right, he was an initial big piece of my life. Mm -hmm. But then obviously, because he was absent for, I'd say, about a year, and you're young, so you have to kind of like experiment and like, you know, try new things. You're always kind of like barrier breaking, because if you're not, then you just become a sad little shit when you're older who hasn't taken any risks. But I had made so many other uh, relationships in that, that the pedal or, or, or the pedal, I go back to the flower metaphor, but like the amount of trust I gave to him didn't seem as big anymore because I had kind of dispersed around other people too. So when seeing him, 
it wasn't it wasn't really the same and i don't know if maybe he felt the same or not but like seeing him only every six months or so it was so weird for me like i enjoyed my time with him obviously love the guy but yeah it just wasn't the same and that is one thing i guess about being young that is nice is you'll make friendships right but you can kind of experiment right you can give your heart to some you, you can give your all to somebody but if they end up breaking you and breaking that trust in this case you didn't break my trust you just moved away but you have plenty more people that you can disperse that trust around well, with when, when and, and, and plenty more avenues to explore, let's mm -hmm. say. Well, when you're young, it's this... Cause we're I, still young, disclosure. We like, are like, very young. <laughs> yes. Uh, when we're childhood, for example, mm -hmm. um, it's very easy to make friends, mm -hmm. right? Unless you're horribly bullied, and I'm so sorry for Horribly that. bullied or your parents are... Homeschooling you. No, well, yes, partly. <laughs> but, but Or they bow to the whims of their child and don't discipline them. That's true. Because a bratty kid will not be liked by anybody. Well, maybe. If they're... Well, they'll become the bully, if, if, probably. I don't know. They're not going to... They either gonna, they're going to become the... I, I wouldn't say the bullier, but I'd say they're going to have the a lot of... social outcast. I don't know. No. Like, no. What I think, they're going to be able to manipulate a lot of people. To the point of, or like to the weak-minded mm. people, I could see well, that. Well, could be because they wanted those people. Because I, I saw this firsthand in elementary school, actually. Okay. I, I saw there was a girl who, basically, her, unfortunately, had her her mother passed away, mm. uh, due to cancer and a horrible thing. Yeah, but her father, um, kind of bended to a rule, and would mm. allow the kid to do anything. It, it was not a good thing because. All I saw was this bratty kid that was like a lot. A lot of people disliked her, but like the people that would follow her, kind of just were th like her slaves in some mm. sense. You know? See, okay, actually, no, that's interesting because I was gonna say I think what happens with those kids if the parents just bow to every whim is they will well because they, because they don't necessarily let's say exist in a structure that being a household where there's rules right defined by the parents they have to create their own. And in creating their own, yeah, like you said, they can maybe manipulate people to kind of do their bidding. But I find more often than not, if like their parents are just kind of like letting them do whatever they want and like they don't really have any rules or barriers to kind of set the kid on like a path, like this is right, this is wrong, not necessarily you can do your own thing, then uh, what might even happen is they find that in the real world, they can't just ask and ask and ask and get what they want, No, right? You yeah. can't just be like, I want this, and then you're gonna get it, right? You have to sort of, I guess build the discipline to understand like you have to either play the long game yeah. or ask in a strategic way. Yeah. But if your parents just let you have whatever you want, no matter what way you ask it, be it polite, impolite, generally, I guess generally impolite, or like you shout it, or like you um, you demand it, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't work everywhere. Well, but I, with your parents, because you're the closest with them in childhood, yeah. you have that sense of trust and kind of, I guess, like on the topic of like being best friends with someone, the teasing. If you're really, if you're like not even close to your parents, but like if there's just no boundaries there, you can be very like denigratory to someone that you're very close with, right? Like I know I've yelled at my parents before, certainly. I guess you have too. Like there's been like spats between us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, okay. Well, that, 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 that wasn't a good look that I, like, I just got given there. Um, um, but no, I mean, I think everyone's had a point of time where they've been, just had it with their parents. Livid. You know, live it. Absolutely live it. I didn't clean up the Lego, my fault, but it's their fault for getting angry at me because that's what a child thinks, you know? It's, it's always yes. them. It, it's, it's, ne it's never me, well, right? Yeah, no. Well, when I was a kid, I didn't really shout at my parents. But mm. as I've grown you up... You were a good kid then. I was a good kid. 
as I've grown, I was way too obedient. Mm. Um, as but I, that's not a bad thing necessarily. Did they discipline you? Structure you? Yes, or? Did. Okay. It, we're not going to get into that. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> but as Another I've grown episode, up, episode. I've realized that I'm my own person. I'm my own adult. At the end right. of the day, I think I know what's best, and you think you know what's best. I'm not going to take your bullshit. You're not going to take my bullshit. Yes, I will follow to what you believe to some extent, mm-hmm. but also I will follow to what I believe is right. Right, and you, ha- and, you, and you have to do that, right? Because you don't want to be... I mean, also, if you do what you do, right, and not necessarily just what your parents sure. want, then you understand, like, well, you don't want to be end up being resentful of your parents because you just did what they wanted your whole life. Of course. That's a really big thing. That, that's the other thing is, like, I, I true, uh, going... This little tangent about parents, though... Oh, there's so many, like... I know, right? <laughs> um... But this, the whole parent-parental views is how to be a proper parent and everything. No one knows, first of all. We can't really fault a lot of our parents for doing what they do. Yes, we can fault them, of course. No, they're human beings, certainly. But But, that also can't be a general excuse, No, of course not. But what I'm trying to get at is I truly believe, I was telling you this, uh, a parent will lay the foundation for a child Mm -hmm. in life, right? That's how a child will communicate with others. That's the That's primary how, job. Exactly. Yes. That's how a child will grow and to I would make say, friends, to yeah. be their own person. To You can truly see a personality in a child after the parents laid that foundation. For sure, yes. And you can kind of partly, if, if you're very observant, you can probably see actually where the parents had influence over yes. the personality, right? But like you say, like I guess there's no real correct way to parent because that's the general framework, right? You lay the foundation. But there is let's say a framework or a few frameworks that exist or that are better than others, Yes. right? You don't want to lead the child astray or give them too many unknowns. You want to give them some definites so they understand they can operate in a world where there is, let's say, right and wrong or like there's a dichotomy. Not necessarily in a world where everything is subjective because, I mean, that's what the world is. But if you give the kid the idea that there's nothing, there's no set like right or wrongs, let's say, or like good or bads, Mm -hmm. And if everything is just subjective and interpretive, they're going to probably be confused and asking you questions that you don't know the answer to. If you can't give them, like, straightforward answers, like, I don't know, let's say, like, oh, mommy, why is that guy robbing the lady, let's say? Let's say a homeless person is robbing a woman, right? And the parent says, oh, well, you know, uh, he's just desperate, so he's doing what he has to do. That is one side of it, but I think the more proper way to say is, like, you know, whatever he's doing there, you don't want to do that, right? Well, it, it might be a bit harsh. I... I... But you want to, yes. I would say, give them the... I do agree. Give them a framework of good and bad, right? Maybe not necessarily not... the subjective yeah. Yeah. No. view of it. I don't Absolutely. Know. No, I do 100% agree with you, but maybe not those words exactly. Maybe not. No, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking, like, as I said, I was like, hmm, is this the right... <laughs> Screw it. We'll, um, we'll, we'll go with the analogy. But, it, no, I, I do agree. It's You got to kind of do a proper... Like like I said, you got you got to lay the proper foundation. Yes. Down. A lot of parents don't know how to do that, and that's okay, mm-hmm. but... And I'll be okay. You, like, you, and I, you, I guess, can, you can see a child how they act through the parents. Mm-hmm. I guarantee. And with the analogy I gave, I guess like I'm not saying you can't find the good and the bad, mm-hmm. right? Or, or I guess like the good intentions, let's say, because like that's kind of the example I was using. But you got to teach them that the action, or maybe not even because the, the, the actions are something that are more concrete and visible to yeah. the child, right? The action is bad or, or wrong. Not necessarily the preconceived notions of for why this person is doing mm-hmm. it or whatever, right? You yeah. gotta tell them like there are certain actions you can take in the world that are good and bad. Mm-hmm. Everyone does their own actions for their own subjective view of what's good and bad, right? 
but the action I would say we can concretely say is good or bad and yeah. we have well for for example we have a law that, that that tells us what's good and bad right like you know killing people that's bad but going back to this whole friendship thing that <laughs> was so far off topic. oh yeah but I mean that um, was good that, that, that should be an episode really that should be to end our episode off in a couple of statements it's at the end of the day you got to pick your friends wisely right mm-hmm. don't let if, if someone screws with you so many times if someone treats you poorly so many times you don't go back to them if you go back to them then that's on you and i understand it's hard because it's scary making new friends it is uh, right it is well it's yeah you're like, yeah totally but to make new friends you have to be able to talk to other people and if you have social anxiety because i know a couple of people do mm-hmm. i dated a girl that did and that was not fun for her what you got to do then is you got to have a friend that is more of an extrovert more of someone that's really excitable blah 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 mm-hmm. full of energy mm-hmm. very likes to talk to people ask them to take you out and talk to people yeah make new friends with them. and you know you can let them introduce you and stuff but make the effort let's say if you're already I'm going sorry. out with someone who exudes energy take on to that a little bit right yeah i think you and i are both decently introverted so we could use that and i think we have certain I'm, friends that help i us would say that, but... i i'd say i'm more of a sheltered extrovert actually What's that in mean? the sense of i what i i'm very able to go out and talk to many people as i want but mm. at the end of the night, I want to come home and I want to sleep. Yes. That, that, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, valid. I mean, but <laughs> if I'm in public, I can talk I to as that. many people as I want. Mm. So I'm very lucky with that. But I feel like with you, it's a, lot, a little harder for that, if I may. The introversion definitely seeps in yes. anyway, a little bit more. But yes, I mean, on your closing thoughts, I think that oh, I think all, make, all that all makes sense. Really, I think all I would add is... Just, you know, life is, is about risks, man. So the more relationships you can form, the more risks you take by, let's say, extending your level of trust to these people, mm-hmm. you got to do it. Otherwise, there's no reason worth living. And I think what kind of keeps us sane is relationships. So make sure the relationship you're in keeps you sane and does not turn you insane. Exactly. That is one right. main, Yeah, that is the main thing. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Signing off, brothers.